This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh, girl, she's the theater gal. Honey, we're trotting the boards, checking our props, hitting our marks, and saying, break a leg. So turn on that ghost light. It's time for some theater chats. Uh, Also, the theater. The theater, darling. Free Britney's on her way to freedom, and her dad has been ordered to step away from the conservatorship. And look away. And of course, we've got our Drag Race UK 3 chit chats about these. Uh, Fitness Freaks UK girls. Oh, these UK girls, they be riding bicycles on stage. I never know what they're going to (laughs) do. They're trying, they're all trying to be Ray Latrey at Hot Dog. That's what's happening. (laughs) And a lot of DMs with juicy questions. They want what she has. (laughs) And fun drag tid, tit, titbits. Tit, titbits for us to explore. (laughs) (laughs) Calling all the birds in the sky and all the vocal marine life. It's time. For hot Forever. Dog. Be careful, dear. Be careful, dear. Ooh, don't burn, bro, don't burn that scald the pump. Welcome back, one and all. Hearts gather round for another steaming, steaming piping, piping, scalding, scalding, serving of hot ah, gas. This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, Hi. gossip, and politics, politics, and take a deep dive deep into the DMs. Uh, so let's do it. Birds do it. Bees do it. Even educated fleas do it. Let's get into some hot gas. I want to ask you, Willem, you're in the UK, and we need a, we need a UK weather update. Well, weather um, Willem's update. <laughs> uh, it's, it's wet goss, frankly. It's, it's rained every day <laughs> in some iteration goss. since I've been here. Uh, yeah. Walking home today uh, with the wind whipping me at 30 miles per hour. Whipping Just through like, the Willems. Honey. <laughs> it, it, it's the weather is a challenge but i'm it is so nice to be employed i heard it rained in la though too so we can't win anywhere how was um, that dipperzini it was thunderstorms lightning like it Ooh. was intense it's like thunder <laughs> it's like lightning have you ever done that number but with like a baseball bat or uh, you know chopping no, wood or... no i would always go around and try to knock on everybody's dicks like knocking on wood <laughs> which can't do that anymore consent is sexy school of hard knocks that's where you graduated the, from <laughs> the boulevard of hard knocks <laughs> um i saw your kim petra's show uh mainly because i follow boy radio um and yes. girl the the wiggums you had a side bun. You had a carry dress. You had multiple changes. You saw red. Um, the new yes. the new song. I heard that it uh, it's not released yet. You're shooting a music video, maybe. Well, it'll come out today. It'll be out today. We're recording this a little ahead of time, but yes, beautiful night for a breakdown comes out today. So stream it, buy it. I don't know. However you 
choose to listen to music. And it comes out with a B-side, which is called Without Your Love, which is a really great song, too. Bin Fab? Yes. Bin Fab. Bin Fab. Bin Fab. I can't wait to hear your music because Red is so catchy. I've been singing it a lot. Um girl girls are being catty in the show a little bit and they're like giving each other some lip and I was like you've been red <laughs> it's it's my favorite new song about a color it's very easy to um paradise um I oh yeah that... I I have a full one written already uh, what is it I've been bred oh I've, I've been, been bred. Bred. your sperms in my colon <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah, I give head. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. It's just it's the par- it's the song that keeps on giving and giving. Yes. <laughs> um, um are you still in New York? Of, well, I am. Yes, we did the Kim Petras show. We did a little music video last night cuz I don't like to sleep or rest or you know, no, what's that? Let my body recover. Um, no, we did a music video shoot last night for Beautiful Night for a Breakdown. So that'll be coming out soon. But it it looks really awesome. And nice. it's going to be good. Um, you are stomping the boards on tour uh, doing uh, Death, Death Drop. Death Drop'ems, yep. Yes. Raja's in it. Uh, Karen from Finance. <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> All of that. Uh, Holly stars. Uh, we have some great drag kings in it. Uh, a guy named George Oral. Uh, <laughs> Rich- <laughs> I know Richard. Uh, Richard Energy. Um, wow. Yeah, they got that. great names over here. Um, who else is in it? There's one more girl, I think. Oh, uh, Vinegar Strokes. Energy. Richard Energy is. The best drag name I've ever heard, and he's and he's tall and big, so it's you know big Richard energy. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's so fun. We're in a theater that um, the theater manager uh, hung himself from the center rafter, uh, so it's haunted. There's there's a a ghost lady that plays piano, and then people have reported sitting in the theater and then feeling a hand on their shoulder when no one's behind them. So it's very welcoming, especially around October. So I love it there. Free neck rubs? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'll be there. Who needs a Theragun? Theaters are always haunted, right? Yeah. Yeah, shit goes down in the theater. Mm -hmm. Shit goes down when there's a a bunch of fucking actors in the elevator. Bunch of faggots on the third floor. Uh... Um, Are you excited (laughs) to start your head over heels in Pasadena? Oh, yes. I am. We start rehearsal like, I don't know, in a couple weeks, a week or so. I don't know. I should know that. Did you do a lot of theater as a kid? Um, a little. My very first theatrical role, I was cast as the big bad wolf in uh, the three little, that's the three little pigs, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And everything went great. And then show day happened. And I just burst out crying on stage and couldn't do the show. You're not supposed like, to cry. You were supposed to blow. I, fit. I know. I had a fit. I had a tantrum. So oh, I've been throwing well. tantrums. Honey, this ain't new. This ain't new to you. Mama, baby, I ain't new. Baby. Beautiful um, night for a breakdown. So what happened? Did you have a thunder study? Did Courtney go on? I have no idea. Yeah, maybe fresh Mr. From Tiny her, Tot. Fresh from her Tiny Tot win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to blow your house down. <laughs> Straw, give it to me. I'll snort something. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, um. <laughs> now, what do you do? You, do you like the theater? Do you, how do you think it compares to uh, you know the life of a traveling uh, crazy girl? <laughs> um, it's fun. It's it's nice. It's not. It's nice not having all the pressure on you. You know, there's like other yeah. people to share it with. There's. Yeah. I don't have to think of jokes and be funny off the off the cuff. I know what yeah. I'm wearing. I know what I'm doing. I, it's nice not having to make decisions, honestly, and just like yeah, being paid being paid to make semi predetermined decisions. Yes, and, you know. So it's it's uh, you know, it's something we don't have. This is stability for us, for us, right. and like main for theater people in general. 
Like the theater may not be the most stable industry, but for drag queens moonlighting in theater, it's way more stable than, you know, especially the past year has been for anybody. So I'm not for mad. Sure. I'm, I'm not complaining. Um, very happy. Um, but you know, the club gig, I, I miss like paper cuts on my nipples, people grabbing my ass, spilling drinks in my wig. I miss that. Yeah, I mean, they're totally different beasts, and I haven't been in a, you know, in a theater production I don't like miss this. Alyssa. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I'm really excited to work with the people I get to work with. Like, Me you, too. You're, you're working with, first of all, all the, the amazing people on stage and in the cast, but also, like, these people whose, whose job and passion and vocation it is to, like, do the fucking lighting and do do the set design and yeah. do the costume design and so like working with all these people and like, the writers the directors hello i'm so excited about that yeah do you um do you uh know george did you see little shop of horrors when he did it in pasadena i did see it and i loved it he was sick nong so sick none. should we talk about squid game yeah is it a game <laughs> Squid Game is not a game. Well, I guess it's a game. It's a game within a game. Do you want to play? I don't really like calamari, so I don't know if I want to play. (laughs) Willem. Willem. Do not leave. This season, we've been playing a game within a game. Do you want to play? It's called a Squid Game. Um, Well, Squid Game is a Korean, I believe, show uh, on Netflix. It's the number one like most watched thing ever in the history of earth i think at this point um no it is it like broke records i believe you i think it's the most watched thing um it's really good i don't want to explain too much but you should you should watch it i know you have a lot of spare time so um i don't know you're not like busy or um Well, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You literally, that's a joke because you are a very busy person. You literally just did a what, 18 hour tech day today? Um, I think it was a 31 hour tech day today. <laughs> there was well, no, no time for nothing. And then I got home and I found an apple pie from the night before. McDonald's apple pie. Can I tell you something? And I may have told the world this before, but McDonald's in the UK is not playing around. They have multiple different kinds of salads. They have oh. wraps. Can, their apple pies are like fried and crispy, but also feel like they're baked in the middle. They're not like the shitty dry ass oh. American apple pies. These pies, bitch, honey. So they do it right. They do they, they don't do it wrong. That's for sure. They um, do it right over there. I love to know that. Okay. Yeah, they're not playing around. They got Burger Kings now over here a little bit. Work. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, uh, diving back in. Diving back in, indeed. We got a great rainbow spotlight this week. This is a friend of mine. He's an amazing artist. Uh, he was in Anne Juliet over here, musical. Work. That was kick ass. Lit. Uh, Aaron is an amazing superstar artist who's uh, inspired by disco from the 70s. And he's got like all this amazing energy whenever he's in a room. He's a great dancer. He's nice to look at. And uh, he can hit a five, six, seven, eight too hard. So listen to this song and like it and uh, find it and stream it. The song premieres today. Diving back in. Let's take a listen and we'll be right Check back. Check it out on our Race Chaser pod too. We're going to put the video up there because... He wears a wig in it at one point, too, and the unit is late. So I was like, we need to get this on the Rainbow Spotlight. Not mad at all. First night out in the wild old street, seeing you. Chairs and tables, a sea of faces, then you. There's something different, more exciting, all in the air. I was strolling with you said cheers and with that grin How could I not come over there? I said, hey I'm diving back in Not falling, but jumping Not looking for the love of my life I'm diving back in Not dipping, but swimming below the surface I'm down, 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 down 
just to meet up with everyone. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and a business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello. Hello, this is Britney Spears. I'm just calling you back again. I just wanted to check on ending the conservatorship as soon as possible. Thank you. Just give me a call back. <laughs> um, also, um, do you do spray tans? <laughs> this is, there's big news in the kingdom. We have all been just watching every detail of the Britney Spears scenario And Britney Spears' father has officially been suspended from the conservatorship. Honey, they're they're going to... Geronimo, honey, they're going to be falling like dominoes. Because I think the mom's going to get it. I think Jamie Lynn is going to... Lou Taylor. Lou Taylor. We see uh, you, Lou Taylor. mm -hmm. Investigate Lou Lou Butcher, Lou Baker, all the Lou's, they're out. Um, Uh, The candlestick maker might even be on the hook. Honey, huh. Sam is the man. He's in. Because uh, she's engaged uh, now. Oh, she's good. she's yep. naked mm. on Instagram, posting whatever she feels like, and I'm so happy for her. Good. Um, Britney Spears' father has been suspended as her conservator after first being appointed in 2008. Okay. On September 29th, a Los Angeles judge ordered that Jamie Spears be suspended with immediate effect. The current situation is untenable, Judge Brenda Penny said after hearing arguments from both sides. It reflects a toxic environment which requires the suspension of Jamie Spears. So this is big. This is big. But also, can we note the judge's name is Brenda Penny? That sounds like a great drag name. (laughs) Honey, didn't you play her on a show with Jacqueline Smith? (laughs) (laughs) No, my name on that was Darren. Oh, Just okay. Darren. Um, in September, <laughs> Jamie Spears shocked supporters of the Free Britney movement when he filed to end the arrangement after 13 years, something that Spears' lawyer said was done to avoid accountability and justice. Yeah, um, gorge. Judge Penny has now appointed a conservator of Britney's choosing, accountant John Zubel, as 
it's in the best interest of the conservatee. Brittany's lawyers have requested that another hearing be held in 30 to 45 days to consider an end to the conservatorship, and that's been scheduled for the 12th of November. And all parties appearing to support an end to the arrangement, which means she could be free by her 40th birthday on December 2nd. Um, I She's heard- a free woman! She got, um, her bedroom was wiretapped. Mama. This black box security company wiretapped her bedroom, which is illegal because California is like a two-party consent state for recordings, I guess. And Mama, this is garbage. Terrible. That a father would do that to his adult daughter. Like, she's yeah. obviously not in danger of herself or others. She can, like, make money and millions for everybody in a room around her, yet... You don't trust her to drive her car or to, like, yeah. choose her birth control or, like, get her nails done. And then if she says no to something, you send her away to a facility. Yeah, like, that's, it's so fucked. The whole situation is, is a mess. It's like modern-day Francis Farmer, but worse. Right. And think of it as well. I mean, and Britney Spears is one of the most famous visible people on the planet. And this has happened to her. So think about the conservatorship abuse that is happening to old people uh, who are the, the predominantly the people who are put under conservatorship. There's that movie, I Care a Lot, which kind of goes into this. And like people defraud the system and say, oh, this person's crazy. I need to take over their finances. Oh, they're, yeah, they're old. They're losing it. And this happens a lot and it's a system that I'm glad we have like a language to talk about it and I hope that it gets reformed and um fixed mm-hmm. me too um there's other stuff that's happening in LA um and that's going to be part of our next segment which we like to call let's, let's get, get political political, political. I wanna kinda get political. Stick to it. Oh. 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 Um. Oh yeah, I just did a show. Jan and I did a number. We were watching her performance back last night. She was doing some riffs in "Gay Hands Up" that I have never heard a human being even think of let alone make come out of their mouth she sounded so fierce and so good i'm gonna be doing a post on social of a bunch of stuff i just haven't done it oh because instagram went down it was the the best six hours of my life i didn't even know because we don't really have reception in the theater in my dressing room oh it it was like i was like singing to the trees and like hello there hello how do you do I'm free. Saw a bunny, chased it, and when I caught it, I fucked it. Um, oh my god! <laughs> um, let's Great. talk about this political story, though. Do you want to read us a little yeah. bit about it? So, the Los Angeles DA has moved to dismiss nearly sixty thousand marijuana convictions. Prosecutors mm. in LA will move to dismiss nearly sixty thousand marijuana-related convictions about five years after California voted to approve recreational cannabis. Uh, officials identified 58,000 cases that are eligible for dismissal. And the LA uh, DA, George Gascon, said these cases go back three decades. Gascon, who was elected DA in November, said the new dismissals would mean the possibility of better futures for thousands of peoples. Hell it clears, yes. Yeah, it just clears the path for them to find jobs, housing, and other services that are denied to them now because of unjust cannabis laws. Because certain things, you know, if you have a conviction, you're not eligible for programs or housing uh stipulations and shit like that so in 2016 california voters approved the legalization of recreational marijuana and prosecutors and officials in other states have moved to expunge or dismiss pot convictions after recreational marijuana became became legal so california is just following suit and this is good news because you know low-level marijuana crimes have been like you know sometimes they throw the book at you like third strike bullshit for like, and then just taxpayers are paying more money. Like, and it's yes. a plan, you know, it's not hurting that many people. 
Put- and not to mention uh, those people's lives are ruined pretty much because once you're in that system, getting out of it is incredibly hard. I mean, getting a job after saying, yeah, I just spent a whole bunch of time in jail isn't exactly the easiest thing. And there are so many people sitting in jail over marijuana, which is now fucking legal. It should have been legal all along because there's nothing wrong with it. And it's a it's a complex and it's a, you know, it's a money-making system of funneling people, predominantly black and brown people, into the incarceration system for profit. So this is a good start and this is good news. Good news! <laughs> um, if anyone has heard of the musical Good News, please write us a letter. No one has heard of it. I'm starting to think it's Mandela Effect, and I'm the only person who's aware of the musical. Isn't it a religious musical of some sort? What? (laughs) Have you heard the good news? Maybe it is. Uh, Oh, God. She's in New York, and now she's a theater girl all of a sudden. Now we're going to get letters. Obscure musicals. Because I endorse a Christian musical. Okay. Not Christian! Uh, Send us the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am a Christian! <laughs> someone do, should do the opposite God Warrior where they're, they're screaming about someone be, admitting that they're a Christian. <laughs> um, I saw a, a God and crosses and Bibles and stuff. Let's ooh, go girl. ahead and take a break. I'm going to throw this break at you. Ooh. Catch it. <laughs> Hello to you. Hello to you, darling. How do you do? It seems in lieu of a tip spot, instead, we're going to dedicate an entire segment of the following podcast to speaking about RuPaul's Drag Race UK Series 3, Episode 2, Dragaton which has something to do with exercise or something like that. A lot of screaming, a lot of screaming and shouting. Quite improper, if you ask me. Are you, are you frozen? <laughs> or are you just... <laughs> Wait, are you frozen? I thought she was, I thought she was staring me, me down. Too. And oh, that's no. why I just kept going, because I was like... If you don't get the bit I'm doing, (laughs) you're back. Uh, We thought you were staring me down and it was really funny. So I just kept going. (laughs) Sorry, that was the half hour mark because the hotel only (laughs) allows half hour increments of Wi-Fi. You know what? That's a glorious place. It's called South End. That's something I like about the UK, though. They're like, they don't give a fuck about Instagram and social media the way that we do. I mean, you can have just... one outlet per floor. Yeah. Go go out and live your life. Yeah. Do not plug yourself into the whatever. Okay. Anyway. Go build a sand castle on the, or a rock castle on the beach. Yes. Because there's Brighton. no sand. And if you're from Brighton, do not expect to go further than episode one on Drag Race UK, darling. Bitch, you know what they said I'm about so South End? Sorry, um, they said, uh, oh, we, we have the longest pier in the world. I said, for people to jump off? Oh, God. <laughs> Bitch, I hate it here. Oh, By the time this comes out, it won't. I won't be here no more, so it'll be fine. But, like, there's a reason I haven't been to this place yet. On a where tour are you somewhere. right now? South End. Oh, well. And I guess it's, like, p-town where it's cute in the summer but right now and it's like 45 minutes from essex where all those like um whore girls yeah. live who look like drag queens that i love yeah but like <laughs> this place is not hospitable it's cold and rainy and the wind from the ocean whips you and you only allowed 30 minutes of fucking wi-fi yeah this is wow. why the pilgrims left <laughs> this is why <laughs> But well, I'm glad uh, we have enough people left in the goddamn England country to compete on Drag Race UK. So let's talk about that for a minute. What's going on do. with it? Uh, have you watched episode two? Yes. 
Okay, great. Well, a lot of things happen. Um, I mostly want to talk about the fashions, but let me give you just a little bit of a rundown. Um, so Crystal Versace, you know, she's the young queen. The who's body 19, who She has all the pump. Yes. Um, she does this mini challenge that's really shady and she has to assign these little tags to her comp- her competitors. And so she has to identify biggest competition uh, bargain bin, like who has the worst taste, the trade of the season, who's out of date and who's the next out queen. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, uh, but the real, yes, the, the sort of drama storyline was that she made a joke about Victoria Scone being her biggest competition. And it led to a really, you know, eye-opening conversation from both of them talking about their struggles with, like, body image and eating disorders um, in their lives. So, you know, and the takeaway from it, Victoria Scone was like, you never know what someone has been through. So, like, you know, jokes like that can sometimes be more harmful than just a, you know... A harmless joke. Um, you know what's, which you I know what's harmful? Nice. A girl calling this herself challenge? Crystal. No, a girl calling herself Crystal Versace and not wearing any Versace. <laughs> Bitch, oh. come on. It's not hard. She could well, even honey, get some Fendace. She will because she's going to be one of those girls who's booking the Ahura gigs. She's booking the taste gigs. I know it. You think? Yes. She's 19. Well... She's a what were you doing when you were 19? Uh, you don't want to know, and I can't talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> it's been expunged. And needed now, a sponge. This ja- <laughs> an expunge. Um, I uh, this challenge was weird. It was like it I was kind it. it was kind of an acting challenge, kind of a dancing challenge, kind of a physical activity challenge. Like I Which not, they should have given him more time to warm up. It was a screaming challenge. Why can't they just copy an old one and say it's something new like they do on every other country? There's no new ideas. So stop trying. When you try something new, it's usually (laughs) bad and stupid. So stop. There was, right. And there was no sort of like, there was no sort of takeaway. Like even in the workout challenge on season three, which I, which is. Is great. Very iconic. That's an improv challenge, basically. Yes, and you had moments for, like, real shit to come out. Like, you had Shangela having that soft moment. You know what? Sometimes things don't work out the way you think they're going to. You know, because she was but just eliminated. And for... nail yourself back. Exactly. It And it really gave them an opportunity to, like, do something. But this was so mired in, like, the pacing was so fast that, mm-hmm. like, no one really got a chance to really, like, shine um unfortunately it was wild speaking of pacing there's some people on the internet that think that i meant when i said uh they shot some episodes in one day that every episode this season was shot in one day every episode this season on the uk season was not shot in one day but there were some that were shot in one day and uh, one of those days wasn't you know recent we are here to spread conjecture, rumors, vague possible things that might have happened. I heard someone punch RuPaul in the face this season. Baby, I'm I... here to interrupt and spread falsehoods. That's <laughs> excuse it. Me, That's excuse me, baby, 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 I'm going to let you finish. Baby, 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 baby. Okay, so no, why don't I, we look I at the fashion? Like to te- I would like to tell you something, though. <laughs> I would like to tell you that somebody does backtalk RuPaul. And RuPaul at one point says, say it to my face, bitch. And we don't know if it's going to air yet, but you will know that I know, and I knew, and I'm not wrong. <laughs> now, what were you going to okay. say? I heard someone punches punches Rue in the face. Yeah, but we heard that years ago too. And I that heard never someone happened. punch puts a, a pie in uh in in Michelle Visage's face. That was Juvederm. Uh, that wasn't pie. Are why either of you familiar with Odie Mabusi? Yeah, um, I love her name. It has such a ring to it. She's a choreographer. And she, girl, this con- this choreography, they put the girls through it. The challenging. Uh, there, there were, there wasn't 5, 6, 7, 8. It was 5.7, 6.98. There were so many counts. It was like a, a cereal aisle full of. of uh, All I hear is 
five, six, seven, eight, what am I, a goddamn mathematician? I'm a singer and a goddamn dancer. Wait, what cereal is Count Chocula on so that jokes make sense? Isn't it called Count Choc- Chocula? No, uh-huh. but I, I would check on my phone, but it logged out because I used my half hour already. Oh. Hold on, Count Chocula. Count I Chocula. think it's just called... No, it's like something like Booberries or something. Booberry is a different character. Yeah, Blue but Berry is Derek Berry's. Oh, it is Count Chocula. Yeah. Derek Berry's child. They call it Boo. That's my Boo Berry. <laughs> Let's look at the fashions, darling. All Who's I care this about is the fashions. Faggot in darling. the corner on the left. What's his name? Is that. Is That's that Electra, Electra Fence, my love. Oh, she's the one who shit herself when she got electrocuted? She's like four foot. Uh, what? Four foot 11? Uh-huh. She, she calls herself the pocket drag queen because she's very tiny and petite. Short. And I love it when I found out my drag has pockets, too. This season, we are opening up casting to people for 11 and under. <laughs> um, um, Let's talk about the looks. The theme was what? Fancy dress? Red. Red carpet <laughs> Red showstoppers. Carpet showstoppers. <laughs> Fancy dress is a UK joke because that's what they call like a Halloween costume is like, oh, you're in fancy dress. A little fancy dress costume. party. But everyone is wearing fancy dresses. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a joke. For, that's a joke for everybody over the pond. Okay. <laughs> uh, pond people. So what was the theme? The red theme was carpet red carpet sh- showstoppers. <laughs> okay. I see red. Do you want me to text it to you? <laughs> Could you? <laughs> we'll we'll mail it to D, uh, PEG and then they'll tell you. Um, the looks are fierce. I kind of loved. Uh, uh, who's this bitch? <laughs> River. Yeah, River looks nice. She I got her pussy out. That. I could see me. I have that actually, but no, with the less floral things on it and older. Yes. Um, um I loved her purple look. I who's mean, this of course, bitch? what's her name? Crystal Versace. Oh, I don't like um, her because she's body shaming. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, she, she ain't in Versace. So great! I yeah, love gorgeous. this look. Is she padded or is that her body? It, she's she pads the house back boots. Oh. Um, um, I love Charitza May, and my friend does her hair. Hey, Florencia, she oh did the, all gosh, the death drop wigs. Um, yeah, her name act, her name is in her hair. If you look, turn your head sideways, and you could see <gasps> the C, the H, the O, the R, the I, the Z, the A. Charitza. Hold it. X. And I love this polka dot outfit. And there's a lining that has a similar polka dot in it. This outfit has a lot of details. I hate it, but it's beautiful. I would never wear it, but it's so beautiful. The hair is great. The mug is stamped. Charitza is one to look out for. She's really and she's great. She's so funny. And Victoria, so great. Uh, Charity Case looks gorgeous in RuPaul's favorite color, orange. Um, I don't know why they were trying to read her. Because her drag is different, and and you know why but, she doesn't want to conform. She has hairy legs. She's oh, not. She's not. But they didn't say that. Yeah, but they, they didn't say that in the critiques. Though they said, I don't know. We lose your shape when you are wearing the boa. I'm like, hello. If this person drag. showed up on a red carpet, first of all, the show would stop because it's a showstopper. She looks fucking awesome and really cool. And I, I was like, really like, they were reaching when they were trying to read her for this. And I like that she has a play on it being fishy because she got, right. she got all these fish. Very and she's not, and she's, and she's not the typical queen that one would call fish. So I think that I really like hers. And I really love um, the girl in the purple too. Different, not River. Um, uh, Other girl. Oh, Vanity Milan. Oh, yeah, Vanity her Milan. face, honey. Honey, the mug is right, and we'll get into the lip sync in a second. But um, she looks really stunning. I love that color. I love the hair. I she could have put a nail the, on, but well, you know that that always helps any kind of drag scenario. We um. So Vanity Milan ended up in the bottom because she wore that orange wig on the fucking on the fucking motorbike. But it's like, whoa. What was so she supposed do, to wear? So do you I mean it's just it's like, do you want 
do you want to stand out or do you want to look like your group? Because none of the other groups really looked that much like Cohesive. they like coordinated hair. Yeah. I don't know. I it was it was a reach, but Vanity Milan went up against Electra Fence, and they did that song "Moving Down which is a great gay song. I swear they get they I swear they get gayer songs in the UK than we get I, over here. I love all the music. Um, really, really good. Um, and Vanity Milan's hair was in an updo and it came out. And sometimes that doesn't work out. Sometimes it can be a disaster. Sometimes it can be Sasha Bell in the airline stewardess uh, challenge and it just gets caught. But this was like the ultimate taken down the hair and it just became that loose, bouncy, stunning uh, Brooklyn Heights kind of vibe. And Vanity Milan took the night. Yeah, so Electra, see you later. Um and um follow your oh, dreams on your and way Crystal out. And Crystal Versace won a challenge again. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. are, do you think they're gonna turn her into a villain? And that's why they're keeping her? I think a little, and I think it helps like it helps intensify drama when one person is really praised a lot because then all the other girls are like, This fucking bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and I mean, she did great. She she was really great in the challenge, and her her clothes are really good. Who are, so, who, who are your front runners right now? I'd say Victoria Scon was my front runner, but she can't run anywhere no more. Well, not on that knee. RuPaul said, "Bitch, you need to go to the doctor," and then I'm gonna call the doctor. Well, because it's like, how do you judge someone? How do you judge someone in like a dancing movement challenge? When they stay seated on a thing, like I you don't can know. only. Is, is this why and, there hasn't been any handicapped capable queens on there yet? Because there are queens in wheelchairs who've applied. That's true, and maybe that's a larger conversation. I think no. Now I, you're body shaming me because I'm larger. Uh, <laughs> just because I can fit why. three dicks in my mouth at one time. Wow! Don't be mad um, at me. That's why, though. I kind of was glad. Can I talk they to the just... producer? <laughs> take off your mic even though we're not wearing body mics excuse me i'm done oh uh, you're wearing body i was glad that they just called her safe because like how can you fairly you know what i mean yeah and then and then at the end of the episode they were like you need to go get checked out so it it was kind of a like it was kind of just the non-scoring round for her i think um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm hooked. I like this season. I like these queens a lot and I can't wait to see how this turns out. Same. We're going to take a break. I'm going to call okay. management. Okay. You should. Okay. dark in this cave oh god i think there's a bear hibernating ah, oh that's dipper taking see, a nap oh, oh. I, yeah, I'm sorry. he doesn't even he doesn't even have his winter fecal plug in yet he can't be hibernating <laughs> oh, the um, details that you know about bears this is the I moment i love bears bears are friendly <laughs> this is the moment this is where the moment. we go spelunking, spelunking in dms <laughs> Um. Yes, this is the moment where we go spelunking, unking, unking, deep inside the DMs. Take it away, Willem. This first message comes from Marissa. Marissa, the messenger. Hello, dolls and Dipper, and potentially distinguished guest hostesses. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. A few weeks ago, I met a hot guy on Bumble whose job was listed as Parks employee. I was like, okay, he's sexy, into nature. Cut to our first date, and I ask him about his work, and he tells me more specifically, he's a professional cave guide who works for a nearby national park taking tours on spelunking expeditions through caves. I almost did a spit take, immediately thinking about the two of you dodging stalagmites as you spelunk through your DMs every week. 
Well, a few do- few days ago, he took me into the caves on a solo tour as a date. And to make a long story short, he plowed the ever-loving dog shit out of me in that game. Oh, my God. Uh- <laughs> Honestly, getting my back blown out by his disrespectfully hearty cock while the strap from my headlamp slipped down my forehead was one of the most blessed Christian experiences of my lifetime. I'm in a deep preggers mood just thinking about it now. Oh and yes, God. we put down a towel as to not lay in bat shit. Anyway, I obviously thought of you two splunking through your DMs while wearing hot couture and styled wigs each week. If I hadn't already been suggested, I feel like it would be iconic for the two of you to go on a cave spelunk in full drag and film it for bonus content. I would pay several dollars to watch that on the Patreon. Maybe have one of your many staffers at the mom corporate offices in Pasadena arrange it for you. Anyway, I love you both and can't tell you how many shitty times have been made better because of the pod. (laughs) You know, Marissa, you just made my day better because I love that our frivolous podcast program has affected you in a way that has affected me back by laughing. (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad you've brought some laughter to our little show. Um, No, seriously. Wonderful. Marissa, such a well-written, uh, descriptive letter. I loved it. It was like hearing a story time. But isn't bad um, shit good for you? Isn't there something in it in your memory, oh, Guarno yes, or something? Honey. Yes, honey. Like it's, shit. Like, it's like the Dead Sea clay, honey. It's so it's so rich in nutrients. Put it on your skin, honey. You'll glow. It's like placenta, honey. It's so good. Um. <laughs> That that is such a good idea. So I don't know. Let's do a cave spelunk in drag. Time cave girl, honey. It's sweeps week. We got to pull a stunt. We got to mm-hmm. do something. We got to do something where we get tortured. Two you know? girls enter. One woman. <laughs> Zero <leaves>. queens escape. <laughs> the next message we comes from Mario. We should podcast inside the cave too. We should just do one. Then so people can complain about the echo in the reviews. <laughs> The Wi-Fi really would be better than your UK hotel room. Oh, so probably, bitch. It's probably a great, a great idea. Probably Manchester uh, will be great next week, and I have will no, have no complaints about Manchester. Manchester is always a good time. You're gonna get men in Manchester. Uh, why would you think that? You put why? the man in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna the put it on my message, chest. The le- <laughs> and I'm gonna go. <laughs> uh, the next message comes from Mario. <laughs> Hello, Alaska, Willem, and Big D. My name is Mario, and I am a huge friend of the pod, all the way from Jakarta, Indonesia. I just recently re-listened to the earlier episodes of your classic review of season six. So a lot of the dolls were still fresh on my mind. Your name did come to my mind. So I was (laughs) skimming through my vintage editions of Italian Vogue one night. A particular editorial from their September 2004 edition caught my eye. The editorial entitled Night Clubbing, shot by none Uh other than the legendary Stephen Mizell, featuring a rather salacious photo shoot set on which what appears to be a very seedy nightclub and features a bevy of some of the top models of the time, including Jessica Stamm and Karen Elson. But guess who else was featured in the editorial? None other than our gone-too-soon Miss Kelly Mantle and possibly a very butch-looking Robert Verdi, though I could be wrong. It's always exciting to see the dolls gift us with their presence in high-fashion editorials, but considering Kelly was already a Mizell girl since 2004, just blows my mind. I've attached some of the images... From the editorial, and perhaps you can ID the rest of the dolls featured in it, since I'm not familiar. That's all I wanted to point out. I'm really looking forward to y'all's classic review of season seven, as it's my all-time favorite season, contrary to what the rest of the fandom thinks. (laughs) Much love and keep safe, Mario. Yes! Yes. Yes, Kelly Mantle booking, like, fashion editorials. This is stunning. Girl, Kelly modeled for years with Dragon Dragon Talent. That was our agent. And I went out for this. Did not book it. The other girls are Destiny, the one in the red hair. Oh. Um, she's amazing. Uh, we have... we have uh, Destiny intervened at one <laughs> point on this shoot, though. We have... Uh, <laughs> she maybe even turned on a dime. That's... <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Ah, that never happened. But Destiny, I mean, she met a great guy and they had a child. So Destiny's child. Uh... The the second queen that we see is Christy Girlington, who was one of the Chanel oh, twins yeah. back oh, in the yeah. day. Christy, that is Christy. That's Christy. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't. And I'm sure Linda Evangelistic is somewhere. She's probably in the car stuck in a dick. That's what Linda used to do. Linda oh, used wow. to get all the dicks because she was a shorter one. She was closer to the crotches. Oh, there's um, a lot of pictures here. That's not Robert Verdi. That's a different stylist. Um, that's Simone in a different wait, way. Wait, is that um? Wait, the second to last guy. picture. I know yeah, a couple we know of that these man. gals. We know that man too. Um, the second to last one. Yeah, there's there's uh there's Christy Evangelistic. Yes. Or Linda Linda Evangelistic lipsticks um and then christy's right next door doing their gentleman prefer blondes gig and then oh that's jeremy with the tattoo on girl let me tell you about you. oh and that's um lucky with the blonde hair he was with dragon Looks like laganja it, it does it did it does have they definitely share some features but that was a drag queen named lucky and i just saw her like last month jeremy was one of my Is that strippers Carice? that's not Carice. No, uh-uh. Um, looks like her, though. Jeremy was one of my strippers from Box Meat. Um, dick wider than my mouth, and that's the only <laughs> reason I didn't suck it. Huge. Oh. He was so great. Um, I miss him. He lives in Texas now. Um, his dick's probably hanging over into New Mexico, if I know it. Um, and fuck. I forgot wow. about him. Well, these pictures are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for sharing that, Mario. And you know, I'm looking forward to season seven too. I think it's, I think it's one of the best seasons. So, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. The way they did a little stunt at the beginning, I really liked it. They fucked everybody up. We were like, what? Yeah, no, keep. They kept it fresh. Um, yeah, they almost hello freshed us. <laughs> Let's say hello in a fresh manner to our next letter. <laughs> okay. From E. Hello, Alaska Willem and I just am going to mute myself and eat an M&M. No, let's hear it. I think that everyone deserves to hear it. Let's hear that crispy candy coating. Fuck that. Is it a peanut M&M? Because I have allergies. She muted. Yes, it's a peanut (laughs) (laughs) M&M. Okay, this letter, while you chew, says, first off, I'm a huge fan of you all. Willem. While you were chewing, starring Sandra (laughs) (laughs) Bullock. (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, starring Mandra Bullock. It would be Mandra Bullock. <laughs> Mandra Bullocks. Mandra Bullocks. Yeah, it just keeps getting better. Um, first off, I'm a huge fan of you all. Willem, your beatdown videos circulated my college as early as 2014 and helped distract us from finals. So thank you for your continued service. Salute, salute. Um, I'm writing because I am at a loss, and I know you ladies know hair, and Big D knows body hair. I have a rare genetic skin and hair condition that mimics alopecia, although she is not alopecia. Her name is Miss Marie Una, named after the Swedish lady who discovered the genetic mutation. Girl power. Long story short, I'm starting to lose my hair. I've known this would happen since I was a little girl. Despite taking care of my hair over the years, I knew that most... Like most women in my family, I would probably need to start wearing wigs in my 30s. Even though this is a cosmetic syndrome, thankfully it only impacts hair and skin, I still have dares where I'm sad about the whole thing. I can't do transplants or plugs. I've spoken to several derms, and wigs are my best option. And as you ladies have demonstrated, wigs are great and come a long way over the years thanks to black women and queer folks. I have already started thinking about creating my hair of my dreams, but my problem is I don't know where to begin. No shade to the women in my family, but their wigs aren't quite my style. I'm hoping to get a natural-looking wig that I can wear to work, although I also want to treat myself to a fun fantasy look. My questions are, how do you recommend I find the right wig stylist? Do I go with synthetic or human? How do I find the right shade to match my natural hair color, dark brown with reddish undertones, and skin tone, sallow, lol. Could I wear a wig while working out, or is that what kerchiefs are for? I basically need a wig coach to hold my hand as I get started. Would it be appropriate to reach out to someone on Instagram who styles drag artists in my area? And I'm assuming I tip wig stylists as I would my hairdresser, or do I tip them more because they're doing specialized work? Whomever I go with, I want to make sure the person is compensated fairly. Sorry for all the questions. As you can tell, I'm both anxious and excited to get to the ball rolling. I appreciate any help or advice you can give. With love and gratitude, E. What are your thoughts? Because I know what I would do. Wow, this is such a great letter and such a great idea. I mean, a wig sort of a wig liaison is like such a such an important thing because, yes, it's like and a lot of people find themselves in whatever scenario being like, I I now need a wig. I've never thought of wigs my whole life. And now I need one. 
and I don't know where to start. So like I would I would ask you this question. I mean, what you need probably is to get a really natural, like good ass wig. You would want to have one made for you and you'd want to have it made with human hair and you'd want to have your hairline and head shape custom made for you so that it is the most like realistic and comfortable for you to live with. Um, but where do you find that person? I mean, I have a couple of people that I would go to, but they're also really busy doing fucking wigs for fucking girls on drag race. Yeah. What would you do? What I would do is I would find someone and make a couple of appointments with a couple of people, show them what your hair looks like now, and then get, get a human hair wig and put in extra tracks that match your red undertones um, make sure the top is something that you can part a bunch of different ways. It's not just like a little T part. Um, and then I would even, I don't think you need necessarily a wig made for your head specifically, but I think the front should be customized to your head shape, which could mean, yeah. which could mean thousands of dollars less, honestly, because if you get a whole wig right. made for your head, that's thousands. If you get yeah. a, a wig customized to your head, that could be hundreds, and that's probably easier if you were looking to do a couple different wigs at the same time. Um, yeah. You could cut your hair off and have someone make a wig out of that if you're attached to your own hair, and then bulk it up a little bit. Um, I'm growing my hair out for someone who deals with some hair loss issues, and I'm going to be cutting it next year. So what they do is they basically ponytail your hair off into a couple different sections, and they label which each ponytail is so they know where that hair goes on the wig. And they make a wig out of it for you. Um, synthetic wow. wigs are great, too. Especially if you want to do, like, synthetic on... If if you want big hair, synthetic is great for that. And then you could always combine human hair in the bottom if you want, like, that touchability and feel factor to it. Um, yeah. And it's also... You know, I think synthetic is way less maintenance than human. Human hair, if you throw it in a bag, it will get bent a little bit more. You have to be more careful with it. It feels better and it can look better. But some synthetic wigs look fucking great. You know, I gave I gave a wig to my a wig stylist for Death Drop, the show I'm in now. And they asked, is this synthetic or human? Because it's a really good synthetic wig and they couldn't tell. So why don't I read the next message from Raphael? Hello, Ms. Thunderfuck, Ms. Belli, and Mr. Dipper. First-time writer here, newish listener, really dove right in deep into the pod during the pandemic, and I am so grateful for the hours of entertainment and enjoyment I've had from your lovely program. I have a question that somewhat relates to the current season of Drag Race UK. I'm newer to the city of Los Angeles, specifically moved in late 2019, which gave me only a couple of months of exploring the city, which was limited in itself in keeping busy with trying to establish myself then with the arrival of Ms. Covidina that put on a big stop of getting to know L.A. even more with mostly staying inside and being very cautious. Okay, I'm slowly but surely getting back out there, including getting more into any of the scenes that are gay or queer out there. But a certain event I was so excited to do when I moved to L.A. was being able to go to a viewing party at a bar or a club for Drag Race. The problem with now is I don't know where to look or find the places that have these viewing parties. Since you two are such stars of the community and are in the know, would you two be able to help a gal out and inform me of any establishments you know that do or at least may show episodes of Drag Race in LA? I had moved from a small beach town and that I lived most of my life, but now I want to do what I moved to the city for, and that's get to be my own gay adult, including having these wonderful communal experiences like the viewing parties. Any kind of recommendations for possible viewing party venues would be so appreciated. Oh, and honey. just to throw this and just to throw this out there, if you have if you have any on the top of your heads of great gay spots, bars, restaurants, parties, or general places that a gay should know about, you know I would love to hear about any of that. In return, here are some drick pics below for compensation in any intel and some ass. 
because who doesn't love ass? Much love. Excited to hear future episodes. Oh, that's sperm, too. Honey, I could tell you what, what communal gathering places he's looking for. Uh, it's the one in the yeah. mirror that's, that's winking at us right now. That seems like a communal just gathering. Just the mirror. Space. Just the mirror sees this whole world. I love that he put a, a small little black bar over. Is that pump, too? Let me see these lips. Maybe she got a little round. So here's the thing to do. If you want to, here's, we'll give you something to do for every day of the week. Monday, you want to go to Mickey's early and then you go to make out Mondays at Rocco's after that, because that's where everybody goes because there's a couple drag shows on Monday and then they all end up at make out, which is Raya's night, which is great. Um, Tuesday, uh, you go get tacos somewhere. There's no bad spot to get Taco tacos. Taco Tuesday makes my butts for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out. Thank you. Wednesday, I feel like Meatball has a gig somewhere. So go find what Meatball does. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Um, what would you, Thursday, you go to hot Viewing dog. party. But viewing party. Precinct. I'm getting to that. That's Friday, baby. Precinct, Precinct on Fridays. Fabulous. Precinct I is also great. like. Um, 2042 taps. What's it called? 33 taps. 33 taps. Uh, yes, it's like a restaurant. Seated and and lovely. Make a reservation, um, and you can go and you can play bingo before as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that. Paris sometimes hosts that. That's great. Yes, she does. Um, Um, 32 taps precinct. Um, doesn't Beaches do one? Beaches does a great viewing party. Um, they have great yeah. food. They usually have a drag queen sitting on a lifeguard chair yelling at people. I've been that girl. Um, hell, I'm that girl every day, everywhere. Uh, Saturday, what would you do on a Saturday if you were ever in town? I and would, not face down. I would go to the airport because um, <laughs> I'm booked out of town. That's Same. what I would do on a Saturday. Sunday. Um, no, I would always look at precinct. Like... Precinct is sort of like a go-to any night of the week. Same. And they probably have something really fun going on. But especially the weekends, they shut it down and turn it out. I mean, so all just follow Precinct on Instagram and you'll see what's going on. I have something to do on Sunday. It's the most fun I've had on a Sunday in a while. Um, I, did, I went to a brunch at like Rocco's and then Beaches. And then we went somewhere else. And then I went to Hot Dog. Um, and Mario's oh, yeah. the hottest guys. Mario puts them in cute little outfits, all kinds of guys, all kinds of bodies, all kinds of shapes, all kinds. And I'm not just talking about their dicks. I'm talking about their holes too. Mario is one of my favorite promoters because I was in the back room of food bar once and he came in and he's like, Hey guys, nobody's paying to see your soft dicks chub up. And I was like, Mario, oh I respect God. you as a businessman and a faggot. Thank you. Thank you for giving the customers what they want. So hot dog is great. There's drag queens at the door. There's like party games where you come in and you're like, you pick a cup color based on what you are. Are you a bossy bottom? Are you a femme top? Like, and then Ray is riding an exercise bike for no reason, like on this precarious <laughs> ledge um, and posing for pictures and shooting tequila out of a bottle. Like, it's such a fun party. Meatball was there last time I went. Um, it's and it's El Cid on sunsets. So you can walk to like different places and get food. Sunset Junction, watch the sunset, suck a dick. I live walking distance from the there, so you could too. see me sucking a dick. It is close to the Eagle. Yeah, D- Dipper. Um, Dipper is planning to hibernate under the El Cid, right near the Eagle. I think the for winter this yeah. year. That overpass is great. Yeah, there's honey. That those are all amazing recommendations, and we hope to see you out there, honey. And I don't know if I'll recognize you unless you have black sunglasses on, in which case I might because you just put a black bar over your. Can eyes. we talk about this dick or though? Modesty. Which is it's prodigious, gorgeous, uncut. Um, from the bottom view where you held it up like a tire jack, it is um, cum coated and nary a hair other than a. A trimmed bush. Yeah. Um, and that's the sound that your ass would make, probably, I bet, after um, taking all those loads that it looks like you take. Oh, my gosh. And we love botany. This plant life by it. I mean, if Jiggly, yeah, if Jiggly nice was here, she, she, would, she would definitely shout out your horticulture, honey. And Wait. the whore that needs some culturing. Wait, and that, like, nice carpet that's sort of, like, 
kidney shaped carpet and yeah. like full length mirror that you're taking an asshole picture from behind. And look at the back up lighting. That blue up lighting. Nice decor, dude. Yeah, really great. Don't get See fucked you on that, that hot rug. Dog. You know that you know sometimes that glug of an abortion sperm nugget jellyfish jelly that that it's called jellyfish that would ruin that rug (laughs) i love that i never knew that wait no jellyfish is the that's santorum is the like no santorum is when it's santorum is when it's mixed with poop and cum and and you don't deal with all that i don't deal with that jellyfish i think is like when mucus from your like internal whatever like you're completely cleaned out or whatever but then randomly you get like a glob of like sort of unknown placenta scenario i've heard it called jellyfish before well yeah but what you've heard it because it went in your ear you fucking whore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> listen to your mouth you fucking whore um what is this the cocksucker residence we yes, want to thank is. you so <laughs> you know damn well <laughs> so very much for listening to this episode of hot gods you can send us your questions your holes your queries to email us racechaserpodcast at gmail.com that's right. And as always, we have bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. And we're going to continue to release some of our Patreon content from 2019 and 2020 for free now on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed to both of our channels. Get a taste of what you like for free. And then maybe you'll come up to the bar and throw a dollar down and give us some Patreon coins because we deserve it. Exactly. Follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcasts. Also, that link on Instagram, when Instagram is working, has lots of resources and places to donate money in support of the BLM movement and a link to AAPIP.org to help combat increased anti Asian violence. That's right. Get the vax, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay safe and healthy out there, respect and love one another. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next week with more. Piping, steaming, boiling, chewing on the pot, hot, Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. hot.